0: You yeah, are welcome to another episode of Papers Bide. Today's episode we'll be looking at driving force. What drives you as a person? What drives your action? What you are doing today who you are today what made you who you are everyone's life is driven by something anything that controls directs or informs your present action or attitude is your driving force, the way you relate with people, the way you relate with your husband as a wife or relate with your wife as a husband, your workers, your staff, your subordinate, it could be your students or even your children, members of your family, people around you, Is informed by something which is your driving force. Whatever you are doing at a moment is being prompted by something. For instance, when you drive a car or a bicycle or whatsoever you are driving. At that particular moment, you are driving it. You are guiding. You are controlling. And at the same time, directing. My question is, what drives your life? What you are doing presently? What made you do the things you do? Those things are your driving force. It's possible that right now you are being driven by something. Because there are quite a lot of circumstances that can drive someone's life. Some persons are driven by problems. It could be pressure. From family members, from people around you. It could be meeting of deadline, of some workload. It could be values, emotions. Death of a loved one could also drive your life. It could be a painful memory of hurt. It could be fear of unknown. Or hunting experiences of things you did in the past there are many more that could drive someone's life in this episode we shall be looking at some common factors that can drive someone's life we will break this episode in segments. in this segment we might be considering three factors that are common that I have seen that drive people's lives. Number one is guilt. Some persons are driven by guilt. What they do is they spend their entire lives Running from regret and hiding their shame. Guilt-driven people are always manipulated by memories. They allow their past to control their future. Why do you punish yourself unconsciously? By... Sabotaging your own success. Remember, in the book of Genesis chapter 4 verse 12, when Kent sinned, his guilt disconnected him from God's presence. And God said, you will be a restless wanderer on the earth. That describes some persons today. They are wandering through life without a purpose. We are all products of the past. Where you are today is as a result of what you did yesterday. But you don't have to be a prisoner of that. God's purpose is not limited by your past. If God could turn a murderer like Moses into a leader and a coward like Gideon into a courageous hero, I tell you today, he can do amazing things with the rest of your life. God is still in the business of giving people a fresh start. Forget your past. Today is another day you have to build your tomorrow. Don't hold on to what you have done. The Bible told us in Psalms chapter 32 verse 1. King James Version, blessed he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. There's also another translation I like that says, What happiness for those whose guilt has been forgiven, what relief for those. Who have confessed their sins and God has cleared their record. Do not continue to hold on to your guilt. Do not allow what you did yesterday to control your today. Move on. Turn to God and he will still give you a fresh start. Another thing that drives people's lives is resentment and anger. Some persons hold on to hurts and never get over them. Instead of releasing their pain through forgiveness, they rehearse it over and over. In their minds, they ponder on those hurts in their mind. And I tell you, the more you ponder on the hurts that are done to you, the fresher they become. And it makes you stagnant. Some resentment-driven people, they clam up and internalize their anger while others might blow up and even explode it unto others. Whether you clamor, whether you explode your anger, both are very unhealthy and unhelpful. Resentment always hurts you more than it does the person you resent. While your offender might have forgotten the offense and gone on with his or her life, you continue to steal in your pen. What you are doing is perpetuating the past. I tell you today that is listening to me, Why you are doing what you are doing today is because of some pain that have been cursed to you. And you are holding on to resentment. You are holding on to the pain. Let me tell you, those who have hurt you in the past, they cannot continue to hurt you now. Except you hold on to the pain through resentment. Your past is past, and I tell you nothing will change it. You are only hurting yourself with your bitterness for your own sake. Please learn from it, and then let it go. In Job chapter 5 verse 2, the Bible says, To worry yourself to death. With resentment, would be a foolish and senseless thing to do. So, why are you holding on to resentment? Why are you allowing the hurt that is done to you to inform your present attitude? When you hold on to resentment, you will miss the purpose of your life. Remember, this is people's bite. And we are on a journey of purpose Why we are here on planet Earth. Some might be driven by fear. Their fear might be a result of a traumatic experience that they've had. It could also be an unrealistic expectation. Or they have grown up in a high-control home. The fear might also be a genetic predisposition. But it doesn't matter what the cause is. A fear-driven person often misses great opportunities. You know why? Because you will be afraid to venture out. Instead, you want to play safe. You avoid risk and trying to maintain the status quo. Fear is a self-imposed prison that can keep you from becoming what God intends for you to be. You must move against it with the weapons of faith and love. 1 John 4 verse 18 tells us that well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment is one not yet fully formed in love. King James we put it that perfect love casted out fear. And in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 told us that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, power, all of his sound mind. Why do you allow yourself to be driven by fear? Do not forget what drives you. Is that thing that is driving you? Will it allow you to fulfill God's purpose for your life? Nothing matters more than knowing God's purposes for your life. And there is nothing that can compensate for not knowing them. This is where we are going to end this segment of driving faults. We have looked at three factors that could drive someone's life. Guilt, resentment and anger, and fear. In our next episode, we shall conclude this driving force. But do not forget, you weren't put on earth to be remembered. You were put here to prepare for eternity. If you want your life to have impact, please focus I will leave you with this point to ponder on. Living on purpose is the path to peace. What would your family and friends say is the driving force of your life? And what do you want your driving force to be? Till I come your awareness time. I still remain favor Iberi Neji. Please do let me know how this program has been affecting your life positively. You can call my number. You can send SMS 81 66 39 See you in our next Episode. You're welcome to another episode of People's Bite. We are still on driving thoughts. Yesterday, we looked at some circumstances that can drive someone's life we looked at some of the things that make people act the way they act or do the things that they do. And today we are going to be concluding this episode of Driving Fords. Do not also forget that nothing matters more than knowing God's purposes for your life and nothing can compensate for not knowing them. So, we are still on this journey. And by the end of this program of Journey of Peoples, I believe we shall all discover our peoples here on earth and work towards achieving them. In continuation of our yesterday's segment of circumstances that can drive people's lives. We also noticed that many people are driven by materialism. Their desire to acquire becomes the whole goal of their lives. This drive to always desire more is based on the misconception that having more will make them happy. Or having more will make them more important or more secure but all these thoughts are untrue possessions only provide temporary happiness your value is not determined by your valuables and God says the most valuable things in life are not things. Self worth and net worth are not the same. Some people believe, which I know is a myth, is that having more money will make them more secure or more important. The risk security can only be found in that which can never be taken from you. And that is your relationship with God. I want to repeat it. real security can only be found in that which can never be taken away from you. Which is your relationship with God. So do not be deceived thinking that when you acquire more things, more material things, you will be important or you will be secured. Also remember that wealth can be lost instantly through a variety of uncontrollable factors. Some persons are also driven by the need for approval. They allow the expectations of their parents or their spouses or children, even their teachers or friends, to control their lives. Many adults are still trying to earn the approval of unpleasant parents even unpleasable parents because there are some parents that you cannot please. And if you're living your life to please people, you will not meet your purpose. Remember, your life is for you to please God. All are driven by peer pressure. Always worried by what others might think of them. Unfortunately, those who follow the crowd usually get lost in it. I really do not know all the keys to success. But one key I know to failure is to try to please everyone. Being controlled by the opinion of others, I tell you, is a guaranteed way to miss God's purposes for your life. Jesus said, No one can serve two masters. It's either you hate one, you love the other. There are other forces that can drive your life. They all those forces lead to dead-end, unnecessary stress, unused potential, even an unfulfilled life. Do not forget that in this our journey of purpose, we will be revealed to how our life can be guided controlled, and directed by God's purposes. There is nothing that matters that knowing God's purposes is for your life, like I said earlier. And nothing can compensate for not knowing them. I'm repeating it. Not success. Not wealth. Not fame. Not pleasure. Without a purpose, life is motion without meaning. Activity without direction. And events without reason. Without a purpose, life is trivial and pointless. Knowing your purposes, enables you to understand the meaning of your life. I put up something on my timeline. When you spend your time looking for people's approval, you will miss God's purposes for your life. There are persons that can never like you, no matter what you become. No matter what you do. No matter what you say. Why waste your energy on that? Life is a race of papers and not popularity. Not fame. People try so many dubious methods to discover their purposes. Like... Some go into astronomy and the rest of it. Astrology and the rest of it. When life has meaning, you can bear almost anything. Without it, nothing is bearable. Without God, life has no purpose. And without purpose, life has no meaning. Without meaning, life has no significance or hope. Hope is as essential to your life as air and water are to you. You need hope to cope. If you have felt hopeless, I encourage you today to hold on. Wonderful changes are going to happen in your life as you begin to live it on purpose. God told us in his word that he knows the thought he has for us. Remember in Jeremiah 29 verse 11 he said, I know the thought I have for you, thoughts of good, not of evil, to give you a future and hope. You may feel you are facing an impossible situation, but God is able to do abundantly exceedingly above that which you could ask or imagine in your heart. Knowing your purpose simplifies your life. It defines what you do and what you don't do. Your purpose becomes the standard you use to evaluate which activities are essential and which ones aren't. You simply ask, Does this activity help me fulfill one of God's purposes for my life? Without a clear purpose, you have no foundation on which you base decisions or allocate time and use your resources. I want to repeat that. Without a clear purpose, you have no foundations on which You base decisions, or allocate your time and resources. You will tend to make choices based on circumstances, precious and your mood at that moment. People who don't know their purposes try to do too much, and that's causes stress, fatigue, and conflict. It is impossible to do everything people want you to do. You have just enough time to do God's will. If you can't get it all done, it means you are trying to do more than God intended for you to do. Or oh, possibly that you are watching too much television. Peoples, fear people or people that are driven by papers, they live their lives in a simple way. Do not forget. That when you know the purpose for your life, it leads to peace of mind. The Bible says in Isaiah 26 verse 3, The Lord keeps them in perfect peace, whose heart is stayed on him. Another translation says, The Lord gives perfect peace to those who keep their purposes firm and put their trust in Him. When you know the purposes for your life, you will focus on it. Knowing your purposes enables you to concentrate your effort and energy on what's important. You become effective by being selective. It's human nature to get distracted by minor issues. We play trivial pursuits with our lives. People live lives of quiet desperation. But today, a better description of that. Is endless distraction. Without a clay pathos, you will keep changing directions, changing jobs, changing relationships, changing churches, or other externals hoping that each change will settle the confusion or feel the emptiness in your heart. You think, maybe this time is going to be different. But it doesn't solve your real problem. It's because you lack focus and purpose. Don't live carelessly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. The power of focusing can be seen in light. Now, let's look at diffused light it has little power or impact. But you can concentrate its energy by focusing it. With a magnifying glass, the rays of the sun can be focused to set grass or paper on fire. When light is focused, even more as a laser beam, It can cut through steel. So there is nothing quite as potent as a focused life. One lived on purpose. The men and women who have made the greatest difference in history were the most focused. Let's look at the life of Apostle Paul almost single-handedly spread Christianity through the Roman Empire. Did you see? His secret was a focused life. He said, I am focusing all my energies on this one thing, forgetting those things that are behind, pressing towards the mark. In other words, looking forward to what is ahead. So, if you really want your life to have impact, please, stop dabbling. Stop trying to do it all. Do less. Prune away even good activities and do only that which matters most. Do not confuse activity with productivity because they are two different things. You can be busy without the purpose. So what's the point? So please keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. When you know your purpose, it motivates your life. It produces passion. Nothing in your joys is this one like when your purpose is clear. On the other hand, passion disappears when you lack a purpose. Just getting out of bed becomes a major chore. It is usually meaningless work, not overwork, that wears us down, saps our strength, and robs our joy. Knowing your purpose prepares you for eternity. Many people spend their lives trying to create a lasting legacy on earth. (laughs) They want to be remembered when they are gone. Yet, what ultimately matters most will not be what others say about your life. But what God says, what people fail to realize is that all achievements are eventually surpassed. Records are broken, reputations fade, and tribals are forgotten. Hmm. I tell you, if you really know your purpose, it prepares you for eternity. Living to create an earthly legacy is a short-sighted goal. A wiser use of time is to build an eternal legacy. Remember that I said you weren't put on earth to be remembered. I said that yesterday and I'm repeating it. Rather, you were put here to prepare for eternity one day you will stand before god and he will do an audit of your life which is a final exam before you enter eternity the bible says each of us will stand personally before the judgment seat fortunately god wants us to pass the test So he has given us the question in advance. From the Bible, we can summarize that God will ask us two crucial questions. The first one is, what did you do with my son Jesus Christ? God won't ask about your religious background or your doctrinal views. The only thing that we matter is, did you accept what Jesus did for you? And did you learn to love and trust him? The Bible told us in John that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Another question God will ask is, What did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with your life? All the gifts, all the talents, all the opportunities, all the energy, all the relationships and resources I gave you. Did you spend on them? Or did you spend them on yourself? Or did you use them for the purposes God made you for? Preparing you for these two questions is the goal, is the purpose of this, our journey of purpose. The first question which has to do with the Jew, what did you do with my son Jesus Christ? Determine where you spend eternity. The second question will determine what you do in eternity. Remember, living on purpose is the path to peace. That is our nugget for this episode of Driving Force. What drives your life? Please do not hesitate to let me know how this program has been of help to you. How it has been impacting your life positively. Spread this message. Send it across to your friends and family. As many people as are within your contact. Remember that a journey shared is the best journey. Don't keep this message to yourself. Spread it. I still remain. Favor. Eberi. Neji. See you in our next episode. You're welcome to another episode of People's But. We are still on driving force. Yesterday, we looked at some circumstances that can drive someone's life. We looked at some of the things that make people act the way they act or do the things that they do. And today we are going to be concluding this episode of Driving Fords. Do not also forget that nothing matters more than knowing God's purposes for your life and nothing can compensate for not knowing them. So we are still on this journey. And by the end of this program of Journey of Peoples, I believe we shall all discover our peoples here on earth and work towards achieving them. In continuation of our yesterday's segment, Of circumstances that can drive people's lives. We also noticed that many people are driven by materialism. Their desire to acquire becomes the whole goal of their lives. This drive to always desire more is based on the misconception. That having more will make them happy. Or having more will make them more important or more secure. But all these thoughts are untrue. Possessions only provide temporary happiness. Your value is not determined by your valuables. And God says the most valuable things in life are not things. Self worth and net worth are not the same. Some people believe, which I know is a myth. Is that having more money will make them more secure or more important? But risk security can only be found in that which can never be taken from you, and that is your relationship with God. I want to repeat it risk security. Can only be found. In that which can never be taken away from you. Which is your relationship. With God. So do not be deceived. Thinking that when you acquire more things. More material things. You will. Be important. Or you will be secured. Also remember that wealth can be lost instantly through a variety of uncontrollable factors. Some persons are also driven by the need for approval. They allow the expectations of their parents or their spouses or children, even their teachers or friends, to control their lives. Many adults are still trying to earn the approval of unpleasant parents. Even unpleasable parents because there are some parents that you cannot please. And if you're living your life to please people, you will not Meet your purpose. Remember, your life is for you to please God. Others are driven by peer pressure, always worried by what others might think of them. Unfortunately, those who follow the crowd usually get lost in it. I really do not know all the keys to success. But one key I know to failure is to try to please everyone. Being controlled by the opinion of others, I tell you, Is a guaranteed way to miss God's purposes for your life. Jesus said no one can serve two masters. It's either you hate one, you love the other. There are all the forces that can drive your life. But all those forces lead to dead end. Unnecessary stress, unused potential, even an unfulfilled life. Do not forget that in this our journey of purpose, we will be revealed to how our life can be guided, controlled and directed by God's purposes. There is nothing that matters that knowing God's purpose is for your life, like I said earlier. And nothing can compensate for not knowing them. I'm repeating it. Not success. Not wealth. Not fame. Not pleasure. Without a purpose, life is motion without meaning. Activity without direction. And events without reason. Without a purpose, life is trivial and pointless. Knowing your purposes enables you to understand the meaning of your life. I put up something on my timeline. When you spend your time looking for people's approval, you will miss God's purposes for your life. There are persons that can never like you, no matter what you become, no matter what you do, no matter what you say. Why waste your energy on them? Life is a race of papers and not popularity, not fame. People try so many dubious methods to discover their papers. Like some go into astrology, and the rest of it. Astrology and the rest of it. When life has meaning, you can bear almost anything. Without it, nothing is bearable. Without God, life has no purpose. And without purpose, life has no meaning. Without meaning, life has no significance or hope. Hope is as essential to your life as air and water are to you. You need hope to cope. If you have felt hopeless, I encourage you today to hold on. Wonderful changes are going to happen in your life as you begin to live it on purpose. God told us in his word that he knows the thought he has for us. Remember in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he said, I know the thought I have for you. Thought of good, not of evil, to give you a future and hope. You may feel you are facing an impossible situation. But God is able to do abundantly exceedingly above that which you could ask or imagine in your heart. Knowing your purpose simplifies your life. It defines what you do and what you don't do. Your purpose becomes the standard you use to evaluate which activities are essential and which ones aren't. You simply ask, Does this activity help me fulfill one of God's purposes for my life? Without a clear purpose, you have no foundation on which you base decisions or allocate time and use your resources I want to repeat that without a clear purpose you have no foundations on which you base decisions or allocate your time and resources you will tend to make choices based on circumstances precious and your mood at that moment. People who don't know their purposes try to do too much. And that causes stress, fatigue, and conflict. It is impossible to do everything people want you to do. You have just enough time to do God's will. If you can't get it all done, it means you are trying to do more than God intended for you to do. Or possibly that you are watching too much television. fear-filled people or people that are driven by they believe their lives. In a simple way. Do not forget. That when you know the purpose for your life. It leads to peace of mind. The Bible says in Isaiah 26 verse 3. The Lord keeps them in perfect peace. Whose heart is stayed on him. Another translation says, The Lord gives perfect peace to those who keep their purposes firm and put their trust in him. When you know the purposes for your life, you will focus on it. Knowing your purposes enables you to concentrate your effort and energy on what's important. You become effective by being selective. It's human nature to get distracted by minor issues. We play trivial pursuits with our lives. People live lives of quiet desperation. But today, a better description of that is endless distraction. Without a clear purpose, you will keep changing directions, changing jobs, changing relationships, changing churches, or other externals hoping that each change will settle the confusion Or feel the emptiness in your heart. You think maybe this time is going to be different. But it doesn't solve your real problem. It's because you lack focus and purpose. Don't live carelessly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. The power of focusing can be seen in light. Now let's look at diffuse light has little power or impact. But you can concentrate its energy by focusing it. With a magnifying glass, the rays of the sun can be focused to set grass or paper on fire. When light is focused, even more as a laser beam, it can cut through steel. So there is nothing quite as potent as a focused life. One lived on purpose. The men and women who have made the greatest difference in history were the most focused let's look at the life of apostle paul almost single-handedly spread christianity through the roman empire did you see his secret was a focused life he said i am focusing all my energies on this one thing forgetting those things that are behind pressing towards the mark In other words, looking forward to what is ahead. So, if you really want your life to have impact, please, stop dabbling. Stop trying to do it all. Do less. Prune away even good activities and do only that which matters most. Do not confuse activity with productivity because they are two different things. You can be busy without a purpose. So what's the point? So please, keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. When you know your purpose, it motivates your life. It produces passion. Nothing in your is one like when your purpose is clear. On the other hand, passion disappears when you lack a purpose. Just getting out of bed becomes a major chore. It is usually meaningless work, not overwork. That wears us down, saps our strength, and robs our joy. Knowing your purpose prepares you for eternity. Many people spend their lives trying to create a lasting legacy on earth. <laughs> they want to be remembered when they are gone. Yet, what ultimately matters most will not be what others say about your life but what god says what people fail to realize is that all achievements are eventually surpassed records are broken reputations fade and tribus are forgotten Hmm. I tell you, if you really know your purpose, it prepares you for eternity. Living to create an earthly legacy is a short-sighted goal. A wiser use of time is to build an eternal legacy. Remember that I said you weren't put on earth to be remembered. I said that yesterday and I'm repeating it. Rather, you were put here to prepare for eternity. One day you will stand before God and he will do an audit of your life, which is a final exam before you enter eternity. The Bible says each of us will stand personally before the judgment seat. Fortunately, God wants us to pass the test. So, he has given us a question in advance. From the Bible, we can summarize that God will ask us two crucial questions. The first one is, What did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? God won't ask about your religious background or your doctrinal views. The only thing that we matter is, did you accept what Jesus did for you? And did you learn to love and trust him? The Bible told us in John that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. Another question God will ask is, what did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with your life? All the gifts, all the talents, all the opportunities, all the energy, all the relationships and resources I gave you. Did you spend on them? Or did you spend them on yourself? Or did you use them for the purposes God made you for? Preparing you for these two questions is the goal, is the purpose of this, our journey of purpose. The first question which has to do with the due. What did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? Determine where you spend eternity. The second question will determine what you do in eternity. Remember, living on purpose is the path to peace. That is our nugget for this episode of Driving Force. What drives your life? Please do not hesitate to let me know how this program has been of help to you. How it has been impacting your life positively. Spread this message. Send it across to your friends and family. As many people as are within your contact. Remember that a journey shared is the best journey. Don't keep this message to yourself. Spread it. I still remain. Favor, Iberi, Neji. See you in our next episode. You're welcome to another episode of People's Bite. We are still on driving force. Yesterday, we looked at some circumstances that can drive someone's life. We looked at some of the things that make people act the way they act or do the things that they do. And today, we are going to be concluding this episode of Driving Fords. Do not also forget... That nothing matters more than knowing God's purposes for your life. And nothing can compensate for not knowing them. So we are still on this journey. And by the end of this program of Journey of Purpose, I believe we shall all discover our purpose here on earth and work towards achieving them. In continuation of our yesterday's segment of circumstances that can drive people's lives, we also noticed that many people are driven by materialism. Their desire to acquire becomes the whole goal of their lives. This drive to always desire more Is based on the misconception that having more will make them happy. Or having more will make them more important or more secure. But all these thoughts are untrue. Possessions only provide temporary happiness. Your value is not determined by your valuables. And God says, The most valuable things in life are not things. Self worth and net worth are not the same. Some people believe, which I know is a myth, is that having more money will make them more secure or more important? But real security can only be found in that which can never be taken from you, and that is your relationship with God. I want to repeat it: real security can only be found in that which can never be taken away from you, which is your relationship with God. So do not be deceived thinking that when you acquire more things, more material things, you will be important or you will be secured. Also remember that wealth be lost instantly through a variety of uncontrollable factors some persons are also driven by the need for approval they allow the expectations of their parents or their spouses or children even their teachers or friends control their lives. Many adults are still trying to earn the approval of unpleasant parents. Even unpleasable parents because there are some parents that you cannot please. And if you're living your life to please people, you will not Meet your purpose. Remember, your life is for you to please God. Others are driven by peer pressure, always worried by what others might think of them. Unfortunately, those who follow the crowd usually get lost in it. I really do not know all the keys to success. But one key I know to failure is to try to please everyone. Being controlled by the opinion of others, I tell you, is a guaranteed way to miss God's purposes for your life. Jesus said, No one can serve two masters. It's either you hate one, you love the other. There are all the forces that can drive your life, but all those forces they lead to dead end unnecessary stress, unused potential, even an unfulfilled life. Do not forget that in this, our journey of purpose, we will be revealed to how our life can be guided, controlled, and directed by God's purposes. There is nothing that matters that knowing God's purpose is for your life, like I said earlier. And nothing can compensate for not knowing them. I'm repeating it. Not success. Not wealth. Not fame. Not pleasure. Without a purpose, life is motion without meaning. Activity without direction and events without reason. Without a purpose, life is trivial and pointless. Knowing your purposes enables you to understand the meaning of your life. I put up something on my timeline. When you spend your time looking for people's approval, you will miss God's purposes for your life. There are persons that can never like you no matter what you become, no matter what you do, no matter what you say. Why waste your energy on them? Life is a race of papers and not popularity, not fame. People try so many dubious methods to discover their papers. Like some go into astrology, and the rest of it. Astrology and the rest of it. When life has meaning, you can bear almost anything. Without it, nothing is bearable. Without God, life has no purpose. And without purpose, life has no meaning. Without meaning, life has no significance or hope. Hope is as essential to your life as air and water are to you. You need hope to cope. If you have felt hopeless, I encourage you today to hold on. Wonderful changes are going to happen in your life as you begin to live it on purpose. God told us in His Word that He knows the thought He has for us. Remember in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, He said, I know the thought I have for you, thought of good, not of evil, to give you a future and hope. You may feel you are facing an impossible situation, but God is able. To do abundantly exceedingly above that which you could ask or imagine in your heart. Knowing your purpose simplifies your life. It defines what you do and what you don't do. Your purpose becomes the standard you use to evaluate which activities are essential and which ones aren't. You simply ask, Does this activity help me fulfill one of God's purposes for my life? Without a clear purpose, you have no foundation on which you base decisions or allocate time and use your resources. I want to repeat that. Without a clear purpose, you have no foundations on which you base decisions or allocate your time and resources. You will tend to make choices based on circumstances. Precious and your mood at that moment. People who don't know their purposes try to do too much. And that causes stress, fatigue, and conflict. It is impossible to do everything people want you to do. You have just enough time to do God's will. If you can't get it all done, it means you are trying to do more than God intended for you to do. Or possibly that you are watching too much television. Peoples, fearful people or people that are driven by they believe their lives. In a simple way, do not forget that when you know the purpose for your life, it leads to peace of mind. The Bible says in Isaiah 26 verse 3, The Lord keeps them in perfect peace whose heart is stayed on him. Another translation says, The Lord gives perfect peace to those who keep their purposes firm and put their trust in Him. When you know the purposes for your life, you will focus on it. Knowing your purposes enables you to concentrate your effort and energy on what's important. You become effective by being selective. It's human nature to get distracted by minor issues. We play trivial pursuits with our lives. People live lives of quiet desperation. But today, a better description of that. Is endless distraction. Without a clear purpose, you will keep changing directions, changing jobs, changing relationships, changing churches, or other externals, hoping that each change will settle the confusion or feel the emptiness in your heart. You think, maybe this time is going to be different. But it doesn't solve your real problem. It's because you lack focus and purpose. Don't live carelessly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. The power of focusing can be seen in light now let's look at diffuse light has little power or impact but you can concentrate its energy by focusing it with a magnifying glass the rays of the sun can be focused to set grass or paper on fire when light is focused even more as a laser beam It can cut through steel. So there is nothing quite as potent as a focused life. One lived on purpose. The men and women who have made the greatest difference in history were the most focused. Let's look at the life of Apostle Paul almost single-handedly spread Christianity through the Roman Empire. Did you see? His secret was a focused life. He said, I am focusing all my energies on this one thing, forgetting those things that are behind, pressing towards the mark. In other words, looking forward to what is ahead. So if you really want your life to have impact, please stop dabbling. Stop trying to do it all. Do less. Prune away even good activities and do only that which matters most. Do not confuse activity with productivity because they are two different things. You can be busy without the purpose. So what's the point? So please keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. When you know your purpose, it motivates your life. It produces passion. Nothing in your joys is one like when your purpose is clear. On the other hand, passion disappears when you lack a purpose. Just getting out of bed becomes a major chore. It is usually meaningless work, not overwork, that wears us down, saps our strength, and robs our joy. Knowing your purpose prepares you for eternity. Many people spend their lives trying to create a lasting legacy on earth. (laughs) They want to be remembered when they are gone. Yet, what ultimately matters most will not be what others say about your life. But what God says, what people fail to realize is that all achievements are eventually surpassed. Records are broken. Reputations fade. And tribals are forgotten. Hmm. I tell you, if you really know your purpose, It prepares you for eternity. Living to create an earthly legacy is a short-sighted goal. A wiser use of time is to build an eternal legacy. Remember that I said you weren't put on earth to be remembered. I said that yesterday and I'm repeating it. Rather, you were put here to prepare. For eternity one day you will stand before God and he will do an audit of your life which is a final exam before you enter eternity the Bible says each of us will stand personally before the judgment seat fortunately God wants us to pass the test so, he has given us a question in advance. From the Bible, we can summarize that God will ask us two crucial questions. The first one is, what did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? God won't ask about your religious background or your doctrinal views. The only thing that we matter is, did you accept what Jesus did for you? And did you learn to love and trust him? The Bible told us in John that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Another question God will ask is, What did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with your life? All the gifts, all the talents, all the opportunities, all the energy, all the relationships and resources I gave you. Did you spend on them? Or did you spend them on yourself? Or did you use them for the purposes God made you for? Preparing you for these two questions is the goal, is the purpose of this, our journey of purpose. The first question which has to do with the Jew, what did you do with my son Jesus Christ? Determine where you spend eternity. The second question will determine what you do in eternity. Remember, living on purpose is the path to peace. That is our nugget for this episode of Driving Force. What drives your life? Please do not hesitate to let me know how this program has been of help to you. How it has been impacting your life positively? Spread this message. Send it across to your friends and family. As many people as are within your contact. Remember that a journey shared is the best journey. Don't keep this message to yourself. Spread it. I still remain. Favor. Eberi. Neji. See you in our next episode.